Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bullocker Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. And I'm Jen Russ. And Jen Neb is back in the house. What's going on, Jen? Oh, not much. I've been keeping busy trying to deal with the darn heat. It's yeah, I... darn hot out. I'm wearing less clothes than I ever have on the podcast. You said when you got here, you're not going to pull a Janet Jackson on us. That's right. I hoped not, because if I do, y'all might be just horrified. And here's the thing. I'm, I, I was going to play big and tough like I was a mind reader, but this is like the second or third time we've had to like do this because it's on me and I didn't push the record button for the fifth. It's happened like four <laughs> or five times in the past like three episodes. It's like, yeah, I'm getting dumber and dumber. Uh, but if you do pull a Janet Jackson, we picked an emoji to put over it. Yes, we have decided that we're going to put a target over it. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to protect her purity. Here's the That's Bullhunter right. Podcast. That's what I, I do. I am my super purity. You got a hold of me uh, a while ago and said you had found someone to come to the podcast. And you said you found her because you were listening to her stories in the bar and you were rolling. You were loving it. Yes. I wasn't one minute. I asked her one question. She wasn't 30 seconds, one minute into her story. And I said, just stop. <clears throat> Do you want to be on the Bullhooker podcast? <laughs> Save it. Because, yeah, I need. We need. Everybody needs to hear yeah. this story. So, Michaela Marco, how are you? I am doing well, thank you. Thank uh, you guys for having me. This absolutely. will be fun. I feel kind of bad because we're here in the uh, Brush Emporium at the Bullhooker Studio. First time here for you. My first time here, and it's absolutely beautiful. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, That's thank cool. you. Yeah, there is some art. We talk about Missy White. I got some more to put up. Um, some of it, that's my dog over there, my my old dog. He passed. Angry that's dog. Yeah, he's, yeah, old dog, yes. Yeah, he's an asshole, but he was my asshole. That was that. Was that. So, uh, <laughs> but, but, an angry asshole. But we were at the uh, Brush Emporium that's in the basement. I felt bad because you're, you're, uh, you got a, a, a hurt wing. Well, leg, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I one crushed it down the stairs. I, I didn't fall, though, so. You didn't fall. You hung no. like a champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, that, that's. Larry didn't carry you? No, I, well. Oh, my. You know, I, I didn't want to break anybody. No, you ain't breaking yeah. anybody, bro. You ain't breaking anybody, bro. <laughs> I don't to break any more bones for nobody. Believe me, it's not fun. I only got one crutch. You only got one crutch. My uncle's had knee surgery. So it's funny because I got to grab him and like kind of pull him down and he hates it. He absolutely hates me having to hug him and bring him like, I got you. I, I won't let you fall. I won't let you fall. <laughs> he doesn't trust me though. He's only known me for 48 years now, you know, but uh, that's how I am with men and like two-stepping country swinging. I do not trust them to, yeah, be able to hold on to yeah. this amount of gravity at any point in time. So you, but you one point in time, you got to give, you got to have some trust, Jen. No. How do you, no, no. Are you a two-stepper? No, no. I uh, don't dance. See, that's how that's done. I just, uh-uh, no. Yeah, can you push that a little way from me? Just a little bit. There you go. Cause you're, Fuck it in my mouth. You're getting over it. <laughs> there you go. Trying to mouth the microphone yeah, over it's all like, good. How are you doing? You're not the first one, so I'd stay a little way from you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, yeah, it's, not, right. it's not a virgin microphone. I'm just telling you right now. So, Stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's dirty. I'm kidding. Uh, you you uh, bartend at the Queen Lounge. I do. I have. I do bartend there. Before we go any further, I'm going to tell you, Nick and Amy, you need to come do this podcast. Get them on here. Yes. They, it'll be fun. Amy said she would. I have. I, I need to get back there. That's on me. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure I'd get back with them, and they'd be more than happy to. Those two are busy all the time, man. They got 10 things going on at once. Yeah. They're busy fun. Yeah. Busy good. But uh, you are a bartender there. How long have you done that for? I've been bartending there for about four years now. Oh, that's cool. Very yep. cool. Uh, really? Yep, going on four years. Isn't that strange that we've never crossed paths I know, this before. is the first time. And wh- wh- where are you from originally? Originally, I was born in Grand Junction, so on the western slope. Oh, okay. Very yeah. nice. 
Well, before we get going any further, do in case you are new to the podcast, welcome to the Bullocker Podcast. What this podcast is, it's a podcast where we bring on a guest. Today's Michaela. Michaela's going to tell us three stories about her life. Now, here's the kicker. Only two of these stories are true. One's actually either made up, all the way made up, it's a borrowed story, or it's halfway made up, half true, half false style. Now, Michaela, without going into great detail, what is it? Is it a borrowed story? Did you all the way make it up, or is it embellished? It's a halfway. Okay, we'll say embellished. Embellished. Okay, it's a halfway so story. Part yep. true, part not. Yep. Those are the most popular ones, and they're the ones that are the hardest for us as well because there's so much truth mm-hmm. to it. All you yeah. have to do is tweak one thing. That's it. That's yeah. true. I, yeah. I think the borrowed stories are tougher. They are because you could slip up just one thing, right. and oh man. But the borrowed stories are tougher because it is a true story. It's just somebody else's true story. Right. So yeah. that's, that's why it's tougher. But at the end of the podcast, Jenna Russ, Jenna Russ, by the way, that's her, that's her rap gangster name. Jenna so, Russ? Jenna that's Russ. right. Like with, Toys R Us. Like, oh. But with a J. With a J. Because she's a classy nice. lady. Yes. Uh, I was going to guess and see if we can guess which one it is. So uh, welcome back, Jen. Yes. Thank it's you. It's good to have you back. I love doing this. Yeah. We, so, yes. Our, our, our paths never cross anymore. So. Oh, I don't know why. Maybe I should get a job out where you work. You should. Maybe you should come work at the Emporium. Ooh, that'd be, that'd be fun. I could throw some pizzas down. Pizzas. They now have pizza, chicken wings. They do ice cream, frozen yogurt, and they have... Uh, ah, oh, God, I'm losing the, the, the cakes. Funnel cakes. Funnel cakes. Thank you. Yes, they do you, do the funnel cakes? And if you yes. haven't oh, no. been to the Brush Emporium, it's some of the best pizza this county has to offer everybody so is it good yes Ooh, it's amazing. Amazing. Have to try it. i've heard about pizza. it yes. i've heard it's good it's very good and you can shop try. while you wait all the cool little stuff up there is so cool 38 uh-huh. vendors 38 nice vendors. all upstairs yep oh nice yes, well that's cool a little everything so when you're crutching your ass back up there you're gonna have to take <laughs> right <walk around. laughs> take a little detour yeah yeah i'm excited to have you on michaela because i was a bartender for years and years yeah so is there any bartending stories here Actually, there's not. No. I, ha- I, okay. I left the bartending stories out of it. I'll I mean, I've had plenty, but sure. I couldn't pick from one. I'll tell you what Just we're going to do. You and I, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna play a little game, and then we're going to talk a little bartending shop after this. Okay. okay. Yeah, let's do it. Have you ever bartended? Fun. I have. I bartended at Old Solomio oh, so for fun. a very long time. And I'm, yeah. I got to brag. I came up with their signature tiramisu martini. Oh, yeah. And it's still one of the top sellers at their other restaurant. Really? Greeley. Yes. Yeah, in Greeley. Oh, yeah. That's good food. Also, it's great yeah. food, yes. Italian yeah. food, dude. It's mm-hmm. where it's at. Mm-hmm. You've been that was t- good. You ever go to Sterling go to, uh, oh, God, damn, Sam and Louis? The uh, one on, is it on Main? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that is good, too. Oh, it's amazing. It's so good. So the lobster good. bruschetta there, I have oh. dreams about oh, it at stop. night. That, yeah, it's awful. so good. <laughs> now I'm gonna be dreaming about. It. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go so. to Sterling <laughs> right after the show. We're yeah. hitting and the, the highway. <laughs> All right, Michaela, you ready to tell some stories? Let's do it. Let's get. I'm it on. ready. All right, Jen, you haven't been here in so long. You want to read those off for us? You betcha. So the titles of the three stories are, oh, Moose in the Outhouse. Do oh, you know each other from prior? I mean, <laughs> it's moose and it's a shit story. So obviously, it's definitely a different kind of moose. Yeah. Okay. okay. Moose in the she, outhouse. She came at me definitely. Yeah. Coyotes in the mud, and just doggy style. There you go. I'm so excited to hear all three. I'm the only one There you go. I'm just realizing they're all animal stories. No. That's cool. Or they're all animal titles. All we right. can't wait. Ish. <laughs> just doggy. Style. 
Okay. Well, I already know which one I want to hear, but I'm going to let you go and pick first, Jen. Go ahead. Um, I want to, let's go ahead, and I got to hear Moose in the Outhouse there right off the bat. Oh, this is my dad's favorite story. Okay. okay. Well, so right after we had, um, my mom and stepdad had gotten married, when I was 10 years old, we had moved to Alaska. Oh, what part? Um, the North Pole, which is just right outside of Fairbanks. Literally where the North Pole, where everybody sends their Christmas letters Claus, from their children. everybody, the whole shop is there. Mom sends me pictures. She just have it. She sent me this last year because they moved up there again back in August and so uh, of last year. So they sent me some Christmas pictures with Mr. Claus and Fascinating. the nice. reindeer. What do you think the post office does with all those letters once they... I don't want to ruin it for children. Do you think they would have like a special Santa box for like all, all the, the Santa Claus letters or do they, sh- they just ship them to the North Pole? They or, might just ship them to the North Pole. Or they give them to Santa Claus because he's real because we don't know the age of the listener, Jennifer. That's what I'm saying. I, I <laughs> well, Santa Claus got to and... get them somehow. Yeah, That's we got to figure right. out how they're that's, getting there. That's right. Yes, and then he sits and reads every one of them. He, that's why he's so busy and has all the elves. After he's done, though, there might be rolling papers. Let's not bullshit. So. That's but right. It's definitely rolling the papers. You know he's getting high with those elves, man. He's got to be doing <laughs> something the past time. I mean, he's got a man. whole other, what, 11 months? That's it. That's it. Getting stoned with the I, You know what? I don't, get, I don't smoke weed. I can't because my job, but I would, I would probably do it. If it was some elves. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you would have to. What? Smoking meat, weed with the elves oh, and shit. Santa Claus. Oh, I'd be sitting on Santa Claus' lap with the joint like, how you doing? That's right. That's right. With that sexy Mrs. Claus walking around. <laughs> God, For yeah. some oh, reason, yeah. I think I've been in that realm, but not on marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, please continue. <laughs> Where was that? No. Okay, your family had moved to the North Pole. And I was 10 years old. No. <laughs> so, um... One thing that's up there a lot is the moose. And um, one of the first experiences when we had moved up there was uh, for Christmas, we had received some red sleds. And behind our uh, duplex, we had a nice little uh, sledding hill, and we were going to take out these sleds for the first time. And we go out there, and we come around the side of this building and come face-to-face from me to, like, the wall uh, of a mama moose and two babies. Okay, and they are very, very That's protective. Danger. That yeah. is like danger. And I don't know if it was just so sudden or if they right. had just been caught off guard or what. My dad flew up his arms and was all like trying to ha ha get him to run around. And my sister and I, we ran all the way around the side of the duplex and all the way up the 20 stairs of our house, like just terrified because we'd right. never seen anything so big. You know, right. they're huge animals. Well, needless to say, I was scared of moose right we go on this camping trip and on this camping trip it was a nice old-fashioned log cabin you had the old-fashioned lovely outhouse okay yeah out in the middle of nowhere this thing has probably never ever been cleaned been touched nothing so you can imagine with as old as this place was how how bad this outhouse stunk so it was a terrible i mean the outhouse was awful i mean just old you know Uh out in the middle of the boonies. What time of year is this? It, there was snow on the ground. It was just after Christmas, so January. Okay, but it's not like July where no, it's yeah. nice and nice and ripe. Okay. No, no, okay. no. This, is, this <laughs> was in the nice middle of ripe. This was like this cabin. We had to like bust open the door, you know. There's right. ice and stuff. Um, well, anyways, we had been up there at this cabin sledding all day, having a blast, um, and I... <laughs> had to go to the bathroom. 
and I'd gone out, and I'd been gone for about 15 minutes, and my dad was in the inside with my mom and my younger sister, and they were sitting there. My dad's like, hey, you need to probably go check on Michaela. She's been out there for probably about 15 minutes. Don't you think something's up? Yeah. My mom, she's like, no, no, just give her time. You know, she's a girl. She's probably, she's doing her thing, <laughs> doing whatever. Meanwhile, I'm out in the outhouse, sitting in there, looking through the cracks in the wood wall, you know, just barely looking yeah. through because I swear I heard a moose. I had heard noises out there, and I knew there was one out there, and there's no way I would be going out there facing this moose again by myself. Right. And so, so your plan is to hide in the I tiny outhouse. That stunk. <laughs> like uh oh it was so bad right. so i'm sitting there 30 minutes go by and my dad's finally just told my mom you need to go out there there's something she's out there she's been out there for 30 minutes right. go check on her my mom goes out the door and she hollers kayla 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 and i finally come busting out because you know the third call i should be fine it's all clear mom sure. didn't see anything i come busting out Woo, come running down and i Face plant in a big old pile of snow, and there, there's, there was no moose. Right, right. No moose. So I'd been stuck in this outhouse in negative degree weather, 10 years old, freezing my butt off, dying of the stench, afraid of nothing. There was nothing out there. I'm what, just sitting out there for fun. What were you hearing, though? There was some, you heard there something. There was noises. Oh, yeah. But there was nothing out there. Well, and I there imagine no it's that weird crackling in the trees from the snow. Anything. And, you know, yeah, anything. snow could have fallen off a tree or fallen or a rabbit. It could have been thumper. Was it like a, a noise, like an animal noise? or was like It just was. It was like a rustling noise. You know, oh, okay. any kind of noise you could have taken and been, ran with it, thought right, it could have right. been the boogeyman. And I was just sitting there and for 30 minutes... I sat out there, and I was not budging. <laughs> I, and who knows how long it would have been had Mom not come out and rescued me. Right. But at the end, I ended with a face full of snow, right. and I was pissed off and scared. You see the movie Tremors, where they don't know what's, what's eating everybody? The, the actual you know, the movie Tremors, right? Yeah, the, yeah. But they catch the one guy. He's climbed up a telephone pole with a shotgun, he's, and they don't know why he's there. He just died up there. That'd be the Michaela. Just died in the shitter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> up there. I don't want to go out. Yeah. No. Well, so then, that's not the end of the moose. So uh. then we go, and we, we even had gotten our truck. It was so cold, the truck had gelled, the diesel had gelled over, and sure. it had taken extra, like, hours just to get off the hill. Um, and we, the only thing that saved us is someone had actually rented out that cabin this, the next day when we were supposed to be leaving. Otherwise, we would have been stuck up there for how, who knows how long because the truck didn't start, wouldn't start. Oh, we had man. a fire up underneath trying to... Warm it up. Right. But thankfully, someone had rented out that cabin and came up and helped us and got on our way. Oh, once the diesel gels up, you're fucked. You're in trouble. You're, yeah. There's no going back. You're, yeah. you're, oh. Thank goodness for the Airbnb turnaround, huh? <laughs> in the middle of Alaska in, <laughs> yeah. in January. Yeah. I guess we're not the only crazy ones out there. Ma'am, do you know you have a dead teenage girl in the shitter? Uh, <laughs> right, and I can't imagine the unsettling draft in January. And, and the shit's all and out And out house that all of us no. ladies feel when we take a seat there i don't know where that draft oh, comes cool. from you know it's there but there's something wrong going on there you don't, yeah. ho you don't hover jen um, even if you hover yeah. i can't hover there would have to be handles or <laughs> you think i have the legs to just climb well, hover no 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 <laughs> i'd you. fall back i'd be the one that fell in bad wood i don't know that would be an awful ending 
They just come out to me stuck in that house. Like, you could put, know. you could like come out though and play a monster to yeah, your family. Yeah. I'm the shit monster. I uh, at Boy Scout <laughs> camp up in uh, Laramie, uh, outhouses there. Same thing. Been there forever. I mean, I think they probably get emptied though because there's Boy Scouts there right? all summer long. But yeah, the the smell of an outhouse is awful. Yeah, it's it's the smell you just won't forget. Yeah. Especially sitting there for 30 minutes. And back in the day, that's all they had. Think about that. Yeah. That's oh, normal yeah. to them. Normal. Going out in the dead of winter. Right. Oh, oh. Yeah. Wow. I would hold that so, all night long. So how long total do you think you were in there? I'm telling you. And then I think it's funny because girls usually don't take long. Your family waited a full like half hour before my coming dad to look in there. You. Like, you know, they're just in there having their grand old time. What are you in there? Cooking s'mores, having enjoying your hot chocolate. You know, like while I'm out here. I think Mikhail's in there doing her taxes right now. Right. Well, there could be a moose outside. Yeah, and you're yeah. thinking, nope, I'm not going anywhere. I think that is great. Looking through the cracks like a paranoid paranoid. Crackhead, you know, yeah. like that's what I was just well, gonna say. You know, like where's he at? I know I heard you. Would you ever use it at night? The use what the, the outhouse? outhouse? No, hell no, no. Would See? you? Just, no, hell no. no I would not if I had to walk more than like fifteen feet. No, no, I'd be more than happy to step out the door and drop a gift for the welcoming gift for the next Airbnb oh, renter. Man. That's because generous is a classy lady. Ladies and gentlemen, classy. <laughs> all class. <too. laughs> all class. <laughs> It'd probably get froze. It'd probably well, yeah, it depends on how cold it, cold it is. Negative. Dark. You're right. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. So no when things. When we first moved to Alaska from, it was Grand Junction that we were, li- well, we were living in. Um, they told us when we first moved there, hey, when it gets up to zero degrees, y'all be out in your t-shirts. Yeah. And we didn't believe him. Really? A home hot? Yeah. There's no way. We just came from cold weather. You know, we, we come from like the skiing and everybody does that. Or, mm-hmm. Oh, no. Nah. They got up to zero degrees and they were out in their t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's a whole different kind of a cold up there. It's it's levels, though. Because I had a buddy who moved here from Hollywood, Florida, back in Pueblo. And, man, if you get to be like 40 degrees outside, he was bundled up like Nanook of the West, you know, of the, of the North. The guy would just like have eight layers on. I'm like, man, are you good, man? He's like, he's freezing out here. I'm like, dude, it's like 45 degrees. This, good. this is summer weather, man, you know? <laughs> right. So, We're all wearing shorts. What's your problem? Yeah. Right? But if you go back there and it gets, the humidity gets oh, it's crazy. terrible out there. Oh, oh I could not imagine. Yeah. Hold on a second, guys. Okay. <laughs> They're busy upstairs. So, all right, Jen, what do you think about that story? Well, I thought that was super. I love that you were like peeking. I, the first thing I thought when you said peeking through the cracks was I thought it was like a little tweaker. But you're not looking for anything weird, but a moose. It was just <laughs> looking for that damn moose. Well, and I think that's totally believable as well because oh, it's huge. Well, I mean, they're big, it's such scary. a realistic fear, right? And it could have been something way crazier than a moose. And she was a young girl. And moose, they're mean. They are. They're, they're they are notoriously mean. mean. They will come after you for no reason, yeah. you know, just because you're in their space. Uh, so I can imagine that that be some therapy or, you know, that, that that's some trauma in yeah, your life, right? Was. When you it first was. see one, you yeah. know? Are you still Especially scared of so moose? Um, no. Uh, they're, they're my favorite animal. I think just because of being around them and seeing so many of them and yeah. they're they're huge and they're like so majestic they're yeah. beautiful animals right um no 
I, t- I say that now because they're cute and stuffed and yeah. Bellas or yeah. Shields, you know. But yeah. Yeah. in person, I'd probably run for the outhouse. Of course. Yeah. You bet. You bet. You know, I, I like to go drive Trail Ridge Road every year. And there's almost oh, always yeah. a moose out there. And you always catch the random tourist that's not from a state where they have moose. And they got their selfie sticks out. And they're within, they got their backs turned to oh, these moose within five feet. And that's when I get up my phone and just start recording. Because <laughs> I'm waiting for one of them to just ram one. I'm going uh, viral with their dumb yeah, asses, yeah. you know. Something's going to go down. Yes. You're one of those people who doesn't call 911. You, you videotape it first, then call 911. Yes. Monster. Well, and I've had one front on my car before. Come walk, he's walking right down the middle of the road. And, of course, I stop and get my camera out. And I'm recording him. And it got irritated with me and was, like, going to get ready to ram my car. And I'm like, we gotta get out of here now. No, I've, we've seen one jump a Honda Civic up in Alaska. You know, like just clear like it. evil Knievel oh, over just it. Clear it. Wow. Oh my goodness! There's wow, no that is crazy. That's a great, great story. Great story. Yes, and believable because I mean, being a small child seeing something like that size for the first time, being a grown ass adult seeing something like that for the first time, would freaks people out. Or you Do know, you have an irrational fear of an animal from no. your childhood. Mm, no, I'm a dog person. But if I know the dog, right? You right. know, like so. No, not really. Not no. I'm terrified of all birds, and I have an irrational fear of sharks because I'm so far inland. What? You Why? Don't, you don't like birds? birds? No, I don't like birds, and I have really? lots of encounters with birds. Well, someday I'll come on the show and tell you all my encounters where birds know I don't like them and have touched me. And ca- I had a parrot come land right on my shoulder one day when I was standing on the beach in Hawaii and almost had a heart attack. And I've been hit oh, by an yeah. owl, knocked off of a motorcycle by an <laughs> owl. And I got lots of crazy stories about birds. They know I don't like them. Michael Black is the same way, man. Kind of funny. Uh, Loki doesn't oh. like squirrels. And he's this massive man. He's like 6'5", 410 pounds, you know. But, uh, yeah, he's scared of squirrels. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's all, all he's scared of, by the way. He's not scared of anything. But squirrels, he gets real, like, that rapey, uneasy feeling he's around. Not you know? okay. Yeah, yeah, he's not, yeah, yeah, it's okay. I got to rub his arm, like, <laughs> it'll be okay. Goose Fraba, bro. Goose Fraba. I love it. your happy place. <laughs> Goose Fraba. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got two stories left Coyote in the Mud and Just Doggy Style. I always, uh, there's one I always want to hear the most. We'll save it for last. So, Instead, let's hear Coyotes in the Mud. Coyotes in the Mud. All right. Let me flip my uh, page here. Okay. So, Coyotes in the Mud. So, this what happened um, during, not during my uncle's wedding. That would be an awful wedding. But we were getting ready, (laughs) prepping. And my grandparents owned some property up outside of Montrose, up on the Uray-Montrose border. So, it's up in... Oh, beautiful, so beautiful mountain, up there. A beautiful country. So, I mean, perfect wedding uh, area. Um, and so we were out there with my uncle, me and my younger sister, who at the time was four. And uh, we we went out because he had taken the loader out. And my papa had big old uh, equipment. And so we had to go clear a spot for this wedding. And so we wanted to take a ride out on this loader. Well, we're out there at this spot, clearing it out. And me and my younger sister hear some coyotes yipping and you know we're we're four and six and so we yip back at the coyotes (laughs) and go on about our business you know pick up some sticks find each other with it whatever and lo and behold we had called in a group of coyotes 
And we turn around to see my uncle running at us with not a twig, but the branch, the tree branch, the whole branch itself swinging at us because these cows were just coming, running for us. And you're four and six. Four and six. So, so they're, young. They're, you're going to lose. We're, yeah, we're, we're going to lose. Yeah. They think you're chickens in the hen and house. They're coming for us, and we looked good. So, <laughs> we, humble brag. <laughs> we hightailed it. Me and my, well, I hightailed it. I had ditched my sister. <laughs> And I I jumped on the loader, and my uncle had gotten to the coyotes before the coyotes got to us. And then I got my butt chewed out a little bit for running off without my sister. You know, right. she's only four. And, right. I mean, I'm only six, but yeah. I was a little older. Yeah. And so we were put on the loader, and the whole way back, you know, he would stop, and he'd see a random piece of log or something, and he'd have me get off the loader to get it and you know me at six year old there ain't no way i'm getting off this loader there's another coyote it's waiting for me in that bush the whole way back i mean i was stopping for twigs anything yeah he was making me learn my lesson not to you know leave your sister behind or something sure um regardless we got back and went on about our business well the next day would have been the day before the wedding and so we were out and i have six cousins all together and we were out uh doing the last finish setup for this wedding and <laughs> all the kids had found a nice little mud puddle and we had we'd been drawn to it because we'd you know the nice tracks and everything around it uh, of all the animals we decided hey this looks fun it's nice in that black gross smelling mud oh, we yeah. get down there and i was the oldest cousin there and I had my baby cousin, and I thought it would be a really great idea to paint him in mud, in this black mud. And my, my cousin, who was my uncle, who's getting married's youngest baby, like his baby, okay. his son, uh, he had white, white hair. And this was the day before their wedding. And, well, when my uncle came around the corner and found and saw us, because the parents didn't realize that all the kids had found this mud puddle out in the middle of you know, the forest. Right. And so we were all out there muddy. and Well, not the older ones, just the younger ones <laughs> were muddy. And the, my uncle came out and dunked me in the mud for dunking my cousin. Like waterboarded uh, you? Oh, like. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I was still finding mud in my hair for, like, the week after. Right, right. In your ears. So, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. And since the, everyone had stood by and watched, all the cousins ended up getting muddy. So when we got back to grandma's house, it was grandma who ended up being mad at uncle because her mudroom ended up being black and everything oh, else. No. So we ended up having dirty kids for the wedding. The her mudroom was actually utilized as a mudroom. It, it was actually used for what it was intended for sure. Wow. <laughs> but and that mud stinks. That mud. You don't get that stink off easy. And did it stain the little white-haired oh, yes. kids oh, hair yes. for the wedding? We the love watching gray. the wedding pictures and the wedding videos because <laughs> we've got a bunch of gray-haired kids wandering around <laughs> yeah. with like mud <laughs> behind their ears. And we turn this beautiful venue into this. Well, we look like we just came hillbilly <laughs> off the hillbilly farm. Yeah, yeah. Out of this mud puddle, hi, yeah. you know, yeah. get her done. <laughs> It's a, and he's a towhead, right? So yep. it, it's like the way he noticeable. It's not dark hair. There was no going back, especially right. not for the next day. And how old is he now? He is 24 now, or 24, yeah, 24 now. Wow. So they've all grown up. <laughs> right. But is, is your uncle still married? 
they are not married. They oh. they're no longer married. Um, but you might have cursed him with the mud. It might have been I, the mud. I don't want to put it on your shoulders or not, but it might have been you, Michaela. I'm just oh, saying. Oh man, you need to ask him. Was it mud? I, Did it start you know, from that's day a touchy one? Subjects because <laughs> I and I was always picking on him because I was the oldest, and we were best friends. You know, because yeah. we always hung out. We're always the ones doing. Yeah, yeah. And I was the one always walking away with my uncle coming at me, giving giving me the same lesson that I had tried to teach the younger cousin. It never worked out. Right. It never worked right. out well for me. Right. That's funny. What did you leave with that one, Jen? Uh, I thought that was highly entertaining. Yeah. That is something that I would do on purpose to people. Yeah. Go like dunk if, them in some yeah, mud. I would do it totally to all my nieces if a wedding was coming up. I'd like, yeah. let's do something that will... Rock the whole family for I the wedding. I thought it would be a great idea, but the mud wasn't very fun. And that stuff up your nose. Right, right. I used to play in the mud all the time as a kid. Me too. And come, I'd come home with no clothes, covered with red ant bites, holding oh, crawdads, you know, yeah, holding garter snakes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, we were just wild farm kids. So if we I found a mud that. puddle, that was a happy day. I, so I do want to, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What's your uncle's name? Chris. Uncle Chris. Right, props to Uncle Chris. And here's prop, why. Yep. Uh, I think it's cool that he made you pick up all the sticks in the wood to teach you the lesson about your sister. That's an important lesson to learn. It is. You know it what is. I mean? And I mean, it was your basic human instinct that, that popped in. Like, right. That's what. That's why people are my friend because they know if, like a zombies or something. Everybody's out running my ass. You know what I mean? Like, I left my own child in the ocean. She did too. And said, fend for yourself when we got caught up in a riptide. He was 13 years old. And I'm like, save yourself, son. You got this. Yeah. I and can't save you. He's that's still alive. Yeah. He's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah. He made it. But that's a, that was a great lesson for him to teach you. And oh. it's, it's one you remember. You never, you've never I forgotten it. No. no. Always, yeah, it's family first, man. So yeah. that's yeah. cool. I like that story. And that's the part of that story I really liked. You know, you bet the, the lesson learning. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's a great story. You know, it's a great lesson to learn. So, because so Those many are people, the best memories. yeah. How many siblings do you have? All uh, I've got three younger sisters. Oh, so you're the oldest. I'm the oldest. All right, all girls. All girls. Wow. All of us. My poor father. My the only male we had growing up was a mule, and my dad and him got along just fine. <laughs> I imagine a lot of screaming and hair pulling. <laughs> oh, so much hair pulling. Oh, man. Women are vicious, man. A girl fighting sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. why can't people just throw punches? I'd rather fight men. And everybody just pulls hair. We yeah. Can, we can get in that. To, uh, I went to that club. We're going to talk about bartending stories. That's what big one is. I would jump into a guy on guy fight way before two girls scrapping. Because, yeah. Oh, no. And especially when you're a guy my size, they don't hold back because they know they can't really, they can hurt you, but they can. They're yeah. mean. They'll go for one of your eyes, though. I mean, they're, they're mean as shit, you know? One of my first fights that I'd gotten in, in this town, I had got my hair pulled, and it was the very first time outside of my sister pulling my hair, you yeah, know, yeah. and us fighting, that I'd actually got my hair pulled in a fight. And I was just, I was shocked. I was just like, oh. I like, like I didn't know what to in do. this like, town. I mean, well, <laughs> I only say that because this is the only town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a shocker. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, women are vicious, man. My hair so. pulling. How'd you like that one, Genji? I thought that was great. I already asked. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yes. no, it was a great story. Like I said, I, I like the story. The uh, lesson learned as well. So lessons were learned. Right on, Uncle Chris. 
So yes. All right, we got one left. So far, so good, Michaela. You're doing really well, man. Oh, thanks. I'm enjoying this. Uh, this is the one when I read the. T- I'm a sucker for great titles uh, on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whenever I see a great title, that one always gets saved for the last. Like- you know what? And I'm always always right. Usually, it's always usually the best one. So we'll see. Uh, just doggy style. It was just doggy style. Don't let us down, sister. Listen, this is this is how this all started. Okay, I'd gotten off work a lovely night at shift a shift at work. And this is at the Queens, right? This was at the Queens. This did not happen at the Queens, but I'd gotten off a shift working at the Queens. Yes, I'd gotten home, and this should have been my first indicator that I should have went to bed. Okay, (laughs) this should have been a no, no, Michaela. No, no. I got home to my fiance sitting there, standing there, in his whitey tidies with two shots poured. It whitey tidies is whitey tidies. super sexy. What's your fiance's I, name? Tyson. 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 Yes. Buy some colored underwear, man. Seriously, yes. good lord, brother. There are such sexy ones out there. Come on, Tyson. Tidy whiteies. <laughs> we we gotta find you something else, yes. man. What are, you, right. what are you, a school teacher from the 50s? Come on, yeah. bro. We're all going to say you some fancy At underpants. least he had those on, you <laughs> right? know. Yeah. Uh, we'll give him credit for that. He was wearing underwear. Instead, it had been just a great night at work, and I figured, why not? Two shots, we'll go to bed. Right. Well, the full bottle later, we moved the party into the bedroom, you know, just really trying to end the night well. And what are you drinking? Shots of... Whiskey. whiskey yeah okay i'm a sucker for whiskey amen sister yeah yeah so we <laughs> and so that that's why it was a bottle you see I, I couldn't just stop with the shots right but oh um we went into the bedroom and we'd been you know five minutes into it there's not i'm not gonna hide anything about it i have five minutes into this and he loses his balance so you guys are five minutes in and already banging hard. Five minutes in. Well, we've taken the party into the bedroom, and we're five minutes into it. Okay. Okay. And he and so five minutes and my bed. All right, I've got a, I've got a big guy. He's he's six six. All right, so he's, oh. everything in our house is giant size. Right, right, right. And so my bed is like you know up to here. Right. So he loses his balance, and instead of just falling by himself, he's got to do the romantic thing and try to take me with him, you know. <laughs> and so, so I'm, he, does he pull a reach around I, you know, on you? I've been, I've or did laid it all awake so fast. I don't know, Johnny. I don't know. <laughs> I've laid awake so many nights trying to think, and then I close my eyes, and it comes all back. <laughs> I can't go back. So I'm sit. So, so somehow, this guy. Had gotten me from doggy style position down to the ground, and my leg is bent at an L sideways Ugh. underneath the bed, and he fell fell right on top of it. Oof. Okay, I heard the break. The first words out of my mouth were, "Your fat ass broke my leg." <laughs> like, I mean, I was shocked. Was it a compound fracture? Did it come out of the no, skin? No, okay. no, it didn't. So I'm, I didn't see any blood. I didn't see anything. I just felt huge amount of pain, Ugh. huge amount of pain. And it took this guy five extra minutes to get me up off the ground because I'd called him fat. 
I I sat there. I'm laying there broken. My leg is still under the bed. Like uh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. sorry I called you fat. He's sitting there. We're drunk. Well, we're drunk. Well, he's more drunk because obviously I've just been sobered up real fast. Okay. I'm sitting there. Your fat has broke me, and he's. Like, what do you mean I'm fat? Uh, we want to have that talk right now. So he finally gets me up off the ground, and he goes in to call his mom first. And then the ambulance. He calls his mom because... Oh, is he a mama's boy? It, n- well, no. He calls his mom because we've got kids. And so we can't... There you go, oh, try okay. to the microphone again. Yeah. He, he tries... He, we wanted to keep you the kids there. You need child care. Yeah. We, I mean, I don't want to take the kids with me and be having to be like, listen, Doc. Or, yeah, or them. explain to him why we like have to run off. it's like 1 o'clock in the morning, right. you know? Right. And so we call his mom and then the ambulance. And I'm still sitting in there naked. And so... I I happened to get there. You're, I, you're on the floor. No, still. I I've got. He put Nikki? me up on the bed. Okay. He put me up on the bed, but I'm sitting there crying, and I'm like, "Hey, you gotta get me up. You are you gotta. We gotta get me dressed before these the, the MTs show up. I'm gonna know one of them, and I'm gonna they're yeah. gonna see me naked. Yeah. And so thankfully, we got his mom shows up first. Okay. And so I'm sitting in here, in the bed. And he's out there still in his whitey died. He's explaining to his mama what happened. And I'm in there crying, looking out the window, just desperately wishing it was the ambulance coming to my rescue. Like, please help me. Just take me away. Uh, yeah, okay, so I'm looking out the window, and I had gotten dressed, okay? I was still I was still crying. I, I'd never felt sound like this kind of pain. Uh, beside, I mean, not even birth. Okay, this was a different kind of pain. Ugh. It was, it's awful. Right. Um, the ambulance EMTs show up, and Dyson had gotten dressed, and he's walking around with this damn smirk on his face, like this is a, not a smirk, but this shitty grin. And I just wanted to slap off his face. Like, what are you well, smiling for? Well, I kind of get it. I oh, mean, this sexual prowess knock her right the, off the bed. EMTs, dude, they show up. <laughs> They're sitting there, and I'm like a mess. I've been crying, and Tyson, the EMTs are all just like, you know, just trying not. And they were very professional. They were great guys, but they, it was hard. something. How could you not laugh at something like that? Like, dude, you broke your leg fucking, really? How'd you break your leg? Well, we have sex, and, and he's I broke all, her. And he's all, yeah. He's all there with it. Oh, you just Blue better ribbon. be happy. You broke my leg, and I can't get up and punch you in the nose right now. <laughs> something. Oh. So... We get in this, this like, lift thing, right? And the EMTs ask him to help carry me out to the ambulance. And I'm over here. I'm, I held on to one of the EMTs next. Like, oh, his mother, he just fell with me off the bed. There's no way he's going to be dropping me on the way to the ambulance, <laughs> right, too, right, you guys. Right. So we get to the hospital. He stayed back. His, mom's, his mom drove him. She's, she's a hero. She comes and helps us quite often what? with not things like this every time, but... She's a she's a helper. She's she's very helpful. What's mom's name? Stacy. What's up, Stacy? Kudos uh, to you, Stacy. <laughs> um, so we finally got to the hospital, and I'm sitting there, and I had to explain to the doctor three different, multiple times, not even just three times. Like, no, this is what happened. You know, I, I this is how it went down. And they didn't believe me because due to the, the way that it broke my leg, I broke my tibia and my fibia. <coughs> oh, so you had broken both. I had broken oh, both. Yikes. And chipped the bottom of my kneecap. 
So they thought it was abuse, maybe? Yeah. Okay. And so that, and that's what you he was explaining. Whole, do you feel safe at home? Over and over, which I get. You know, there there's that those instances that you do need that. But I'm yes. sitting here like, listen, that's not what this is. Right. This is that. It was this, we were fucking like, this is very far from that. Yeah. And um, they didn't believe me until he walks in with that same damn <laughs> smile on his face freaking face stumbles in like his six six three hundred self what's up i'm here in the doctor oh okay and then they got it <laughs> i could do believe it come walking in with a strut what up what up what up man i just sat there like i wanted to cover my face like yeah no he that's the one yeah he's with me i love it oh it's not the best way to get off. I like the you fact that. you survived not a the, moose attack, but yet <laughs> the sex is where that, that's where best, you get in trouble. Not the best way to get off. Okay, now with that, with you saying that, did you? It was five minutes into it. That's what it was. That's what. Oh no! I was like key points at the very beginning. Five yeah. minutes into it, I'm gonna get off five minutes. <laughs> Does he know you're going to tell the story? Well, if he doesn't, he does now. <laughs> we love you, Tyson. Sorry, we love brother. you, Ben. Congratulations in a weird sort of way. <laughs> no. <laughs> I get your shit-eating grin. Those doctors, I mean, uh-huh. that's probably the weirdest shit they've seen. Oh, no. Well, could you, no. Can you imagine all the stuff that they hear the stories about? Oh, this is I how this not. ended up in my no. ass. If it's bad for a bartender, dude, could you imagine yeah. what it could be like for a doctor? So at one point in time when this podcast first started, Pierre Carrillo came on. And he has a story about having sex, pulling out, and when he shoots, he gets in his own eye. Oh, so, no. Yes, yes. It burns. So when he goes to the doctor, they just will not believe. They think that he's been gaining it up. That's, That's funny. It's like, my own semen. It's like, my own. I shot myself in the eye, and they're like, Listen, call your boyfriend. Stop peeking in the glory holes. <laughs> he tells a story. Well, so he's got, like you said, they're like, is this abuse? He's like, you're like, no. They're like, this isn't yours. He's like, it's mine. You know, so. Oh, and so ouch. Bad. I mean, to anybody out there who hasn't experienced this, and as far as I'm concerned, you guys, eyes, mouth, it's all a no-no. I'm proud to say I... Can't uh, relate to the story, no? so no, I'm, I'm good. I'm all oh, good. Man. Not oh. even, not even Pierre's way. I'm not that much of a man, so it's not bullshit. So. <laughs> oh no. Well, Jen, what did you think about that story? So this is. I got to tell you, this was the question I asked her. She came in on the crutches, but she didn't have a cast on. So I was like, "What is this girl doing?" Yeah. <laughs> so that is okay, what I asked yeah. her. I was like, "What's up with your leg?" And she What's said, I'm just, on? I'm getting yeah. over a broken leg and I'm babying it. And I said, how'd you break your leg? And she goes, well, my boyfriend and I were being intimate. And I'm like, stop. No more. Yeah, she stopped me right then. And she's like, you got to come on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> so I did hear the beginnings of the story, but I do not know if it is her bullhooker story because I stopped her and knew she'd be great for this show. And turns out, you're I was right. right. Do you have one in mind? I do have one in mind. You, you have one in mind. Do you? Yep. Yeah. Oh. So do I, actually. I do have really? one in mind. Yes, yes. But I have a weird way of knowing one. So I, I as well. Uh, okay. I'm picking mine because of the way that I've gotten beat the past couple of times. I'll get into it here in a minute. So 
I've, uh, I've I've suffered some pretty bad defeats lately on this podcast. Have so. you? I haven't listened lately. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll have to give a. I'll have yeah. to do a recatch up. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're gonna pick now, Michaela. When we pick to see who which one of us has to guess first, we rock paper scissors. Oh, nice. Okay, it's a fair way to do things. Right? How do you rock paper scissors? Uh, one, two, three, show. You're a four pumper. You're a four pumper. And, and well, I am. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's a lot for five minutes. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, you ready? ready? We're going to four pump. Okay. Ready? Oh, we're four pumping? She's a four pump. We four yeah. pump. All right. We got this. I'm going to count these pumps. Ooh. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to get my ass chief like that, four too. Four pumper in my favor. Before we uh, start guessing, though, I do want to say... Thank you to the Brush Emporium once again for letting us have the studios here in their basement. Uh, they give us the space to do it. It's very, very kind of them. If you haven't checked out the Brush Emporium, please come down and check this out. It's a great place. Like we said, 38 vendors in here. Anything from clothing to jewelry to they have noodles, freeze-dried candies. They have, have toys. Ca- super fancy, beautiful cowboy boots, you guys. The boot store is amazing mm-hmm. up there. You and ladies who like out. those fancy boots, they're up there and beautiful. Yeah, go go look around. Everything absolutely. They have mm-hmm. and they have stuff you can custom get custom made up there. Everything you can imagine. Also, while you're here, get grab a pizza, some wings. Uh, like I said, frozen yogurt. They have actual regular ice cream and funnel cakes now. So they're doing so, so much good. here, and they're so busy all the time. And uh, fundamentally, it's four people who really love this town. And they started this business, and I guarantee you they had no clue they'd be this busy. Yeah. Uh, they, they had so many I've pizza ovens. i heard a lot ovens. about them. Yeah. They, they've had to double the amount of pizza ovens they have just because they they couldn't keep up. You That's know? awesome. Because they do a great job, and they're great people. So yeah. it's, a, it's a winning. Can't it's a winning, go wrong. Yeah. And they have a podcast in the basement. So and once again, <laughs> if you do enjoy the podcast while you're in a, uh, you know, a mood to help out. Uh, in the bottom right-hand corner, or yes, bottom right-hand corner of the screen, there's a little red dot. That's our subscribe button. Go ahead and push that subscribe button to support the podcast. That's on YouTube. If you're listening to this uh, on any platform, please uh, follow up. Follow us on the you know, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever, Spotify, wherever you uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. Please uh, leave a rating and review. Also, we do appreciate that. Jen will high-five you in public if she sees you. So. I will totally high-five you in public. Not in the face. Not in the face. Not in the face. She, That's she, right. I'll keep it out of your eyes. And she grabs your hand at first a little bit. Like, it's a little weird, but then you're into it. So just, I can't explain it. Just go it, with so. it. Just go with just it. Just let it run. I'm all about the human contact. <laughs> and you haven't Janet Jackson this you yet. So that's, I'm I a have little disappointed. Not. Everything's intact. You've done real well. So. All right, so now that I got the whoring all done. Yes, the whoring is over. Nah, I like that. These are such great people. So uh, we have three great stories. Moose in the uh, outhouse, coyotes in the mud, and just a doggy style. Now, I think moose in the outhouse is a true story. Uh, pretty pretty simple story, but I mean, it's uh, obviously one that's memorable to you. And a lot right. of people might relate to that, dude, from Alaska or just the wildlife in general. So uh, I believe that's a true story. Coyote in the mud. Coyotes in the mud, I also think is a true story because that seemed like a cherished memory of yours. You know, something that uh, you remember and it kind of uh, makes you happy on the inside, right? Uh, just doggy style. The reason I'm picking this is because it's a true story. It's a little embellished at the end. Uh, I believe uh, you might have got lucky for five minutes. I believe you probably did break something. Um <laughs> I think some of it at the end was probably uh, embellished. I'm praying to Christ the whitey tidy thing is embellished. I hope you just do that. Are you saying the five minutes is embellished? (laughs) Oh, my Tyson. I'm just saying Tyson. He's over. 
Please be the fire. I'm trying to help you out, brother. I'm trying to be on your side on this one, bro. But I'd like to think he didn't smirk at you in the exact, like, high five of nurses and be like, you know what she's in there for? <laughs> she couldn't handle a little big papa. That's what's going on. So. That is so. Do you know Tyson? No. I might. I might. If Sounds I don't, like Tyson. If I don't know Tyson, I know a Tyson. Trust me. I, I got friends with a lot of guys. So. <laughs> we all know a Tyson. So I'm going to take oh. just doggy style. Jen, what you got, sister? Okay. I have a difference of opinion here. I totally believe Moose in the outhouse because, yeah, being in an outhouse, unsettling. Moose, terrifying. Ten years old, yikes. And there's that trip between you and safety that when you're in a strange place is ultimately a little scary as well. Right. Just doggy style. I don't want to believe that not one part of this story is not true. (laughs) I just don't want to believe it. And I want to meet Tyson one day. I'm going to go with coyotes in the mud. And my reason for being is because I grew up running the creek bottom out here at the Bijou Creek. And there were packs of coyotes everywhere. And I never once, as a child or an adult, met up with a coyote that wasn't more scared of me than I was of him. Okay. Or them. So, that is why I'm going to go with coyotes. I don't think you were approached by coyotes at any time. I think they'd be scared. Granted, I think you could call them in and they'd be curious. But I don't think they would even try to approach somebody Unless if you were literally like a chicken or they knew they could get into a hen house or something like that. So that is why I'm going to go with coyotes in the mud. I wish you'd went first. I think you might be right. But I'm going to stay with mine. I'm going to stay with Just Doggy Style. So I'm taking Just Doggy Style. You're taking coyotes in the mud. Let's see avoid that, Miss Michaela. All right. What's not true about it? So the uh, part that's not true about it, I will. There were coyotes. Let me just point out first that she misspelled. I'm going to be the grammar police here. She misspelled coyotes, you guys. But she spelled it right. She spelled it right on the on the list. So we're good. Although that's how coyotes should be spelled. Yeah, I do have it spelled right. You do, but it should be spelled just like that. The the yeah kite. Coyote. I'm seeing coyotes. So what's not, what's not true about it? <laughs> so the only part that's not true about this story is that it was my sister who's the mean one that threw my cousin in the mud, not me. Wow. Yes. So you really were. Yes. There were really like three coyotes like coming at us. coyotes yep. was coming for you. And it was, there were the, the loader, me and my sister, the coyotes coming down the hill, and my uncle running down the hill right behind them with the tree branch. Right. So like he was over in this area when they were coming down here. The loader was right here. So we were just getting on, and they were they were scared of the uncle coming at them with the branch. But they were they were coming in hot. Wow! Yeah, I was I was terrified. And, that, and that's very uncommon of coyotes. Right. But if they're you know small children, though. If there yeah. is enough yeah. in the pack, and and then and that's what it was the pack. So I who but it was it was my sister that was the mean one tossing all the kids in the. Isn't my, that amazing I how am, the tiniest uh-huh. thing I can am, change uh, everything? Just it, just a little. I'm getting my ass kicked this year. I picked you that. Are a rough one. Really doggy style, puppy. Uh, so JD Gordon changed my life on this podcast. That way, his story that he 
if you watch this, did you watch this episode? The don't call me ma'am or who you call yeah, me yeah, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the bullhucker, I was convinced was mm-hmm. a true story. Like, I didn't even consider it to be the bullhucker. I now. haven't heard his yet. Matt, okay, I'll have to go listen good. to it. Matt Gordon starts screaming, and they had to come down and see if he was okay because he got it right. Matt got lucky and got it yeah. right. So. Oh, now is, are Matt and JD related? No, no, different Gordons. I think. Okay, gotcha. So, but they're gonna look um, into it. At least, so they say so. Um, moose in the outhouse is a true story. It is a true story. Yep, yeah. and I even had another encounter with a moose after that. So I've, I had three encounters with moose wow. while living in Alaska. So that's crazy. It was definitely. Wow. Just doggy style is a true story. It's a true story, every bit about it. <laughs> and it is one way to break your leg. Like, I mean, <laughs> one way. <laughs> one good way. It's not, is it though? It, it, you, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, no, what? Because that's one horse you just can't get on. But the how same. many people go, well, I was drunk and I fell and I broke my leg? At least yours has some stuff. I was drunk. You're like. Fuck. And I fell off getting, the bed. I was getting banged really well and got knocked off of a bed. So what's even better about that story is that working down at the bar, I've got, you know, a couple older patrons that come in. And <laughs> with these guys, you don't expect to hear certain things coming out of their mouths, right? right? right, right, right. So I had this this gentleman, a good friend, um, come up to me and he says quietly. Can we have a first name? It was Larry. Uh, okay. He come, he came up to me and he said, um, well, uh, not this, but it, he he said, so um, I heard you broke yourself in a sex swing. <laughs> I said, Larry, had there been a sex swing, I probably wouldn't have broken myself. <laughs> I like how rumors get started. I hadn't even, that was the first time that I had gone into work to like, you know, go in after breaking myself because right. I haven't been able to work. Right. And so this is the first time going in after breaking myself and that's what I heard. So oh, it was man. great. It was really great. My favorite part about that story is, uh, like I said, I bartended for many years in Pueblo, the nightclub. And the part where you get home, not the tidy whitey thing, thank Jesus, oh. but uh, where you're like, you know what? I'm not nearly drunk enough. I should probably just start getting shit faced right now. It's yeah. two in the morning, right? But you work nice. Might as well so. watch the sun yeah. come up. Oh, oh, I, yeah, I, I never made it that time. long. I've never made the sun coming up so ever. You never strip down to your tidy whities oh, and but, watch the sunrise. Do you wear tidy whities? No, Let's get no, into the no. But they're tidy because I'm a fat guy. So everything, there's nothing loose, you know. But no, tidy whities. <laughs> buddy, uh, I'm, I'm trying to have your back here, bro. I'm trying to help you out, but uh, <laughs> but no, I don't. Uh, I haven't seen them in a while, so God bless you. You know. And if anybody wants to send Tyson some fancy underwear, (laughs) hit us up. We'll get you the address. We'll get some tidy whities, or not tidy whities. She said we'll get some new tidy whities. We'll get some better ones with a little color. (laughs) Um, What's your favorite part about bartending, Kayla? Um, that's hard. Probably the people. Yeah, yeah. Probably the people on the other side. Right. That's, that's probably my favorite part. That's um, cool. Uh, that's how I've made some of my best friends. Yes. You know? Yes. Those people that are coming in to get away from their life are helping you get away from the life that you're there for. So right. Right. you bond and you may meet some great people that way. Yeah. You know, I like bartending because it's just a whole different world too, right? Oh, it is. A whole different type of class of it's people, you know? Mm-hmm. It is. I uh, So the nightclub I worked at, there was... Five bartenders, three barbacks. And yours was in Pueblo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny. We always joke around about Pueblo, but uh, I met some of my longest friends there ever. You know, I just had a birthday here in July. My friend Alicia always sends me a birthday card, and I 
text her today and tell her what a great friend you are. And I don't do it for her, which I need to start, Lucia. I love you, Lucius. Um, but uh, just friends I've made for life, you know, in that bar. Yeah. And it was fun because you all ran in the same pack, you know, and in Pueblo it was fun. There was a place called Hoaches. And on Monday nights it was basically like service night. To where people that worked in bars all over the town would come would there oh, and hang badass. out. It was badass. The big cat band oh. would play. Oh, that's very cool. It was that very cool because there was no problems in that bar. Yeah. It was a bunch of people who dealt with this bullshit all weekend right. long. You know, dealt with fights and drunks and shit. Just coming together for a good time. And what a great night to share stories. Yeah, and we were drunks. Oh, we were the yeah. drunks that night, you know what I mean? But it was a good time. So uh, I love my bartending years, oh, you know. It's fun. It's yeah. a blast. Yeah, it's crazy. Have you ever had a drink named after you? A drink named? Um, or, or a drink that you've made that has been I, become popular? I have. I've made a couple. Um, when I was working over at Cables, I've made a couple uh, drinks for them. Uh that, that we had fun with. They've got a great drink. And it's still, there's one that I noticed. I don't know if it would be the same drink, but there was one still on there, which was pretty cool. Um, but everywhere you go, you know. It's what was it? The pineapple upside down mojito. Oh, oh my gosh. And I've had yes. it. And it's have so you? good. Oh, yes. I, that was like. What's in it? Forever ago. Um, muddled pineapple and mint. And then you use like a, either a pineapple rum and pineapple juice with a splash of Sprite. Wow. <laughs> Yum. Yeah. How very good. tropical. But like amaretto, I think, in it, too. I could see shots. one named after you called the Mako Marco, and the somehow Mako we make Marco. it blue and oceany and very fruity and the tropical and fun. Yeah. That would yes. be fun. Um, that makes me think of an ocean water. Hmm. Right, mm-hmm. but very boozy and elevated to be right. fabulous. That would be good. I have a name Sir Lawrence that we used to make all the time. Uh, yeah. Is it still up there? Oh, maybe. I don't know. What's in it? The uh, Sir Lawrence. It was, Why Sir? Uh, that, I was going to call it the Green Goliath or the Jade Giant, but some Eric Seagal. What's up, Eric? Oh. Hope you're doing good, buddy. It's been years. Uh, said, fuck that. Name it the Sir Lawrence. And I just liked it. I was yeah. like, all right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It was 151, uh, apple pucker, a little bit of club soda, and a little bit of seven up on top. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. See, That'd and if I was going to go with the name Sir Lawrence, I would be doing like some sort of Bloody Mary with some A1 steak sauce added to it, like a Sir steak. I hate that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had to like kick people out? Have you ever had to drag people out of there I'd, and all yeah, this stuff? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's some of the best times. Yeah. You know? I mean, not the best, but the fun times. Right. Kicking the people out. Being the bouncer and the bartender right I, i'll tell you a quick story we gotta get going we gotta wrap up we were at an hour but uh this is a story when i started this podcast I mean, I, it was one of my three stories i was gonna tell my own personal podcast here uh about girl fighting you just brought it back up right my buddy kelly we lost him a couple years ago so kill mm-hmm. heavenly heavenly hello buddy um was on a, so it's a long bar when he first walked in there was two corner bars i was on the one by the women's restroom he was by the, the munchie bar and we had we were bartenders we had two bar backs this huge fight breaks out, this massive fight. All these cholos just start getting it on, right? So the bouncers are hauling these guys out, just hauling them out, hauling them out. What happens then? All their girlfriends start fighting, oh, right? Yeah. And these oh, two, no. I was like, son of a And that's bitch. a mean, that's not, a really no mean fight. It. So I, I look at Jared, my bar back, and I go, shit, I'll be back. You know, it's so like I go walking out there, and I see Kelly coming the other way, right? And Kelly don't fucking play around. He doesn't give a shit, you know? Yeah. And they had higher, like, high tears, right, in the bar everywhere. So this, they're scrapping. This one girl falls down. The other one climbs up on the chair and 
drops an elbow on this other bitch. No. Yeah, driver. You know, I mean, Bobby I have slammed. not seen that. Yeah, she jumped off and landed on her. And I remember my eyes just little like, oh my God. And <laughs> Kelly was not impressed because I go, did you see that? And Kelly grabs her by the leg and yeah. drags her out caveman style. Like in the movies, like where there's yeah. horror movies, like where they're, they're being drugged into the darkness and they're just clawing to stay in. No, <laughs> Kelly doesn't care. He's dragging his bitch out. I'm not tough. Especially with women. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm just trying to pull him off. I'm like, come on, stop it. Knock it out. Finally, I'm like, he's coming back. He's coming back, God damn it. And I was like, you know, because Kelly just tossed her for distance out the back door. But I, I, that chick, I mean, to, to drop an elbow on somebody, I'm like, good for you. That was. Yeah, that's badass. I've yeah. never thought about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta find, to, I got to find a short one because I can't jump. You have to either get up on a bar stool or something. Yeah. And just, they, were, they were high chairs. Yeah. And, that, and cholas are mean, bro. Cholas yeah. are straight up. Very. You don't want to mess around. And you get all the black marks on your arm from wrestling with them because their eyebrows, come, you know, when you rub against it. <laughs> all that damn Sharpie mark that gets all over you. You're like, God damn it. It's a whole other If you got to go to the hospital, you got to explain we got eyebrow-shaped bruises on your forearms. Yeah. Well, that's not a bruise. That's, that's, that's some fake eyebrow. That's some chick's eyebrow, bud. She came at me, bud. She got the perfect print. Oh, but she, like, she face-planted me when I was like, I tried to clothesline her, but she was shorter than I thought. Right. I did. I tell you what. It's, it's been, it was, it was like, it was a lot of fun. So, also tip your bartenders, right? Take tip care of your, your bar- bartenders. Always, yeah. they work so hard. They'll take care of you. You take care of them. And that's well, both ways. Every yeah. Time. Yeah. It's hard to get that through to people sometimes. Yeah. I remember there's a guy Wade Heron, uh, Wade Ridley. Now, he's a uh, he's a comedian. He's come down here, but he owned a uh, he owned a business down there. So whenever he came to the bar, I don't care if he's five deep, I'd get him because it was a twenty dollar tip. Yeah. And then people would always be like, "Why did he get served first? And like, boom, that's why. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not here for, I'm not, I didn't get caught jaywalking and I'm here for like serving my public service people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is what I'm, this is my job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tipping, not a, not a place in China. Right. So yeah. Anyway, Michaela, oh. thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. This is fun. Definitely. This has been an absolute joy. I'm glad I told you to shut up at the bar so I can I know. hear your story I, in the I was forum. sitting there kind of like rude. Okay. What? <laughs> But a podcast? Well, fine, I guess. You yeah, know. yeah. You said you were nervous at first, though, a little bit. I was nervous. Yeah, I was a little bit nervous jumping into it. Yeah. Would you come back and do this again? I yeah, I yeah, would. Yeah. Then we would. It's be so able much to fun. Give yeah. our stories. That is a good time. So I always ask that at the end of the podcast because I sometimes people just won't come do it because they're nervous about it. Yeah. But then once it's over, it's over, right? It's 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 a good time. So over and fun. So when are you gonna go back to work? Hopefully in September. Yeah. I keep, uh, I've been out since February, so wow. it's been a hot minute for me. Oh, yeah. wow. What are the, what's the Queens have going on right now? Um, but what doesn't the Queens have going for them? Right, you know, right. the Queens is a fun hopping bar. Right. Um, I also heard they're equipped all to do karaoke, so you might see some karaoke nights yep, coming up here soon. Yep, that's what karaoke. We also, we've been trying to throw out some game nights. Um, we've been... The, the whole it's it's a whole place <laughs> you, there's a whole bunch of uh, and it looks great down there hgtv it's yeah. not quite the same aesthetic that we know as the queens but that new addition they have down there really does look super that hgtv did. nick's working on a golf stimulator or something of the sort a golf stimulator simulator because I am fully interested in a yeah. golf. Can the golf simulator hurt you as bad as Tyson uh, can? Oh no! Hey Nick, Grant, sorry can, Nick. Can you, can you sorry quit, Nick. Can you quit rubbing your uh, golf 
You're, you can go off no, those, no, please. No, no, no. <laughs> that stays in. Now, can we are cut you, that out? Are you talking about like a full-on like AR, like virtual reality? Uh, yeah, he's got nice. he's got something. But now I'm afraid to say anything else. You no, know? it's going to be a secret. You'll have to wait for the queens cool to roll on. it out. Do they have certain nights to do certain things, or is it just every night's? Well, right now they've been rolling with like every other Thursday. Um, that's not a set schedule. Uh, that's probably something that we're going to be thrown out there a lot more of. Right. Um, everything's been just so up and about right now. So once we get things up and going, and cool. As a matter of fact, uh, on the uh, description below, we'll put the Queen's Facebook uh, link. Yeah. There, so you can always follow them on Facebook because I'm sure they, check us out. they're pretty good about uh, posting their stuff. I see it from time to time. Oh, yeah. So. Nick's always getting some stuff up there. We're always doing something. If it's not a DJ, it's yeah. game night, karaoke night. Right, right. That's awesome, man. And it looks... It looks good. I'm, I'm, it does look good in there. I don't go to the bar too much anymore because I'm an old man. Oh, you'll have to come check it out. I will come check it out. Yeah. When you come back, I will come get a drink from you. Yes, you better. I I'll will. be the one hobbling, you know, with the limp behind the bar. But And I might be down there one night KJing. There you go. That would be fun. I got a little intel. <laughs> Bartender fell off a swing. A sex swing. So I'll start spreading that fucking over anyway. <laughs> Michaela, thank you so much for coming oh, on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Fun. I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm generous. Jen Neb. Until next time. Peace.